Good morning, City Church. Um, actually, first of all, let me apologise for shattering the illusion that I'm speaking to you live, um, because <laughs> obviously you can see that it's dark outside. Um, that's because I've had to figure out putting kids to bed and then getting my talk together and now it's night time. So um, apologies if you thought I was doing this live. I'm not, but I still love you and I'm really looking forward to sharing um, all about the story of Jesus' birth. So let's go. Um, you've heard the reading and this is it. This is it. The Christmas story, the classic nativity moment. It's all of the characters, Mary and Joseph and the donkey and they're going to Bethlehem and you know the bits, there's no room at the inn, they go to a stable, there's a baby in a manger, there's angels and shepherds and there's usually a couple of toy sheep around, there's cute kids in dressing gowns and tea towels and we love it, we know this story. But Right now, with this series on Advent, the question that we're really asking ourselves is, is there more to this story for us, for right now in 2020? And that's really what I want to talk to you about today. So I'm reminded when I start thinking about this story um, of the fact that a couple of years ago, I had the joy and the privilege of working with our young people at City Church. Um, and at Christmas time, we set ourselves the challenge to reenact the Christmas story, um, but to set it in the present day. Um, and <laughs> the group that I worked with, I will never forget, um, decided to set the story of Mary and Joseph arriving in Droitwich. Um, the story went on and it transpired that the baby Jesus was born in the back of a Volvo in a hospital car park and uh, wrapped up in someone's old hoodie and then um, the very first people to hear about the birth of the Messiah were a couple of homeless guys who were sitting by the bins. Um, <laughs> and Whilst it might make you laugh, and I absolutely have nothing against Droitwich, um, but I think it does illustrate something quite important about the shepherds. Um, and it's this. Shepherds were stinky. There we go. Not deep, nor is it theological, but I think it's true. Shepherds worked with sheep, and um, within the context of Middle Eastern culture at the time, uh, shepherds were not high society. They were, in fact, they were the opposite. They were poor, they worked out in the fields with the sheep, they were there day after day, and they probably did smell. Um, they, they were not at the top of a guest list of people you would want to invite to the birth of a king. They just weren't. And so we sort of have to start asking the question, if shepherds were stinky and they weren't cute kids in dressing gowns and tea towels, then why did God want them at the birth of his son? Um, now, one of the answers to that 
is really obvious. It's in the story. It's the bit that the angels say about the Messiah has come. He's arrived. It's good news for all mankind. Now, the shepherds were part of all mankind. So one of the reasons that God came to a bunch of shepherds, the lowest of the low in society, was because Jesus came for everybody. He didn't just come for the kings and the rulers of the day. He came for everyone. So there's that. But I wonder if there's something more. Um, one thing that I've been thinking about is the shepherds believed the angels. Now, you might just say, well, of course they did. And we all know the story. They did believe the angels and off they trot down to Bethlehem. But when you put it into context, God's people had been waiting for a Messiah for hundreds of years. They'd been waiting to hear anything from God for about 400. That was the last time they'd had any prophet jump up and give them a message from God. And all of a sudden, some angels appear and say, oh, the Messiah's arrived. And the shepherds believed them. Now, granted, a bazillion angels in the sky singing is going to be quite a giveaway. That would be fairly convincing. But I wonder if there's something a little bit more to it. Maybe you have to be a little bit unimportant, a little bit low down in society to believe something that seems unbelievable. Or to put it round another way, maybe it's more difficult to believe the unlikely when you're very comfortable. I wonder if the angels had turned up to a bunch of people sat in their comfy house on the sofa watching TV, whether they'd have believed that the Messiah had just arrived in a dirty stable in Bethlehem. I wonder if they'd have even noticed. So it's got me thinking about this question. Do you have to be a little bit uncomfortable in order to really believe what it is God's saying? Does it help? Now the shepherds, our shepherds, our stinky shepherds, they hear the news from the angels and off they run down to find a stable with a baby and they worship Jesus. They're so completely convinced that they bow down to worship a baby in a stable. And it's got me thinking about this year, about 2020. It's been an uncomfortable year for all of us. And I wonder whether for lots of us, it has shaken us out of what is comfortable and what is normal. And I wonder whether at a time like this, when we find ourselves in unfamiliar settings and in unusual circumstances, I wonder whether that opens us up, it opens our hearts up 
to hear something from God in a new way. Maybe it opens our hearts up to believing God in a new way. Maybe for the first time, you feel like your heart is ready to believe who God says he is, who he says you are. Maybe it's time for you to start running to worship him. And maybe God's saying something new and us being uncomfortable makes us more ready to hear him. Let's pray together before we finish. Jesus, we thank you that when you arrived, that the angels announced the arrival of the Messiah to a group of shepherds. We thank you that it reminds us that we can always be ready to hear your message, to hear your good news. And we want to be as quick to respond as those shepherds were, to come running to worship you. And Jesus, if this is the first time that somebody has prayed and responded to you, we just ask that you would come close to them, that they would know your love, your peace and your joy right at this moment. Amen. Thank you, everybody, and see you soon. Happy Christmas.